Cyclones warm-up continues on this Sunday afternoon from Reading, Pennsylvania as it's Game 2 of the Eastern Conference Finals with the Royals taking Game 1 in double overtime. Coach Matt McDonald joining us now to talk about the first matchup of this series and look ahead to meeting number 2. Coach, let's go back to that matchup where you take a game into the overtime after having, at least from where I sit, a pretty good control of the tempo, yet at the end of the day, as you've seen many times in this playoff, it just takes one shot, and unfortunately it went on the Reading side. Give us your overall impressions of the matchup. You know, I thought uh, both teams came out pretty strong. It was a pretty evenly matched uh, affair, obviously going into double overtime that, uh, you know, you can see the comparities in both teams. But uh, the one thing is you go into overtime, all it takes is one breakdown and uh, one team to take advantage of it, and then uh, the game's over. But uh, the good thing about it is we're right back at it today. You know, the, this afternoon we're going to come out flying, we're going to come out hard, and we know that uh, we've been in these situations before with the double overtime and then coming back and playing 48 hours later. So I think the guys uh, the guys know that they had a good game last game, and it could have went either way. And I think, uh, you know, a couple a couple breakdowns here and there, and uh, they, they came out on top. But, uh, you know, tonight's a new game, and uh, we're going to come out and see what happens. To follow up on that point, a lot of hockey has already been played by both of these teams, specifically you guys playing in your fifth overtime game of this postseason on Friday. How was your team feeling after a day of rest and the long game that was on Friday? You know, obviously, after uh, if you're coming on top, you, you feel a little bit better. But I think that uh, the guys know that that the game the game was there, you know, and, and we could have uh, we could have easily came out on top uh, uh, to win that game. You know, it went both ways. But uh, I think the guys are the guys are very upbeat and they're ready to go and they're uh, they're ready for the task at hand. One of the major discussions in the meeting this week, leading up to the uh, Eastern Conference final opener Friday, was playing physical, playing with that edge. With Reading uh, skating in their fourth game tonight in six days. That that's got to be a key again tonight, right? Yeah, I know it is, and I think that's uh, kind of the, the that's part of our, our our motto, anyways. And coming into these playoffs, each round's been the same sort of thing, you know. And that's that's the way we've been all year. Is we got to be a big physical team, and you know, you do it the right way, though. You're not being cheap. You're not doing anything uh, that's going to get you in the box all night. But I think if you come out and you play hard and you finish your checks, um, and it's any kind of series, it's going to obviously pay dividends at the at the end of the day. In terms of the referees, uh, you just mentioned the penalties and trying to stay out of the box. With the two-referee system for the first time in ECHL history beginning here, uh, you've seen them one game already. Is there a, an additional thought process that goes on knowing that uh, there's two guys watching for the maybe the extracurriculars behind the play? No, I think it actually helps. You know, I think it keeps everybody a little more honest out there. And, you know, there's not stuff going on behind the play, like you said, that uh, gets anybody in trouble. And I think the players are, are more aware of it and they know they can't get away with that extra stick or that extra jab skating back up the ice so you know I think it's going to help it's going to keep the pace very high and it's going to kind of take away from that extra stuff uh, that un- unneeded extra stuff uh, behind the or after the whistle and behind the plate. Their top line of Evan Barlow, Nikita Kaczynski and Yannick Tifu, uh, the most dangerous that they have certainly on offense any adjustments in terms of how you're going to defend them or were, were you pleased with how things were overall despite the the final result on Friday night? No you know the thing is with that line out there they're dangerous all the time every shift they have the potential to, to put a puck in the back of the net so you know we got to be aware of it and it's it's just knowing who you're up against and if, if those guys go on the ice we got to be aware and if we can get a good matchup against them then that's going to work out in, uh, in our favor but unfortunately on the road they have last change so they've been uh, been doing a great job of keeping away from our top defensemen so um, no there's nothing much you can change you just got to take away time and space against these guys if you give them an inch they're going to take it and they're going to run and uh, 
Barlow showed it last game when, you know, two really nice goals, and and we can't give him that kind of opportunity, especially in the slot on the second one. He, you know, if you give him any kind of opportunity like that, he's going to put it in, and he and he he makes sure that he does it every time. It would appear that tonight's goaltending matchup is going to be the same as it was on Friday with Riley Gill to oppose Michael Hauser. You had 54 shots, a club record for you. Ironically, it wasn't. Gill's career high. He had 52 against Reading years ago. Uh, just one of those weird things and uh, the coincidences that I guess you could say. Uh, what do you think was the biggest reason that all of a sudden, although you have been shooting well, that 50-shot-plus outburst happened? Um, you know, it's it's nothing more than just throwing at the net. I think the guys, uh, they realize that every time they go on the offensive zone, they have to put it on net instead of trying to make that extra move or trying to just chip it in deep for no reason. That's part of our game plan is to get in deep, but if you got an opportunity to throw it on net, um, you never know what can happen. I think we've seen that throughout our playoffs so far. Going back to the first round, Toledo, you know, we won a game off of just throwing it on net and throwing it from behind the goal line. So you never know what's going to happen. I think that the guys realize that throwing it from anywhere and getting traffic and, uh, you know, Shallow's uh, shot on net last game from the corner with a tip in from Bacan is, is a prime example of it. You throw anything from anywhere and, you know, it might get hit off somebody's leg or get a nice bounce and it can go in the net. Best of luck tonight. Thanks. Thank you very much. That's Cyclones assistant coach Matt McDonald. We'll come back and check scores of other games right after this. You're listening to the Eastern Conference Finals on the Cyclones Radio Network.